0: Hello, my name is Steve Lally and I'm a storyteller. I travel all over Ireland collecting stories and telling them too. And the ones I enjoy the most are the stories about the fairy folk. When I am travelling around Ireland, I like to go and visit the places where the fairy folk have been. And in some cases, they still live there. Now these places are, um, let me see, fairy forts, fairy mounds, fairy rings, and fairy trees. The story I'm going to tell you now is one that I have written myself all about a fairy tree and I certainly do hope that you enjoy it. Now, have any of you ever heard of a fairy tree? I'm sure you have. In fact I'm sure some of you have seen them and maybe if you have a farm you might even have one on your land. Oh yes because they grow all around the countryside and they go by many different names, such as the Lone Bush, the Hawthorn, the White Thorn, and the Cran the oak. It is seen as very bad luck to cut down one of these trees as they are the watchtowers of the fairy folk, and they use them to see across the land to make sure it is safe for them to come out and dance under the moonlight. But if you are foolish enough to cut down One of these trees, the fairy folk will punish you, sometimes by making thorns grow in your bed or even giving you a pair of donkey's ears. Now this story is about a man who did cut down a fairy tree and what happened to him. Now, this man, his name was Farmer Willie Spud Murphy O'Horrible. He was a mean old farmer and he had lots of land and lots of money. And to be honest with you, that's all he really cared about. And every single day, Farmer O'Horrible would go round his land checking for trespassers. Oh, yes. And the trespassers he hated the most of all were children. Children playing on his land. If he saw them, he'd run after them and say, "Hey, you! Get off my land! Go on! Whish, whish! Go on! Go on! Get lost!" And if he caught them, he'd check underneath their welly boots or their shoes to see if there was any grass stuck to them. Afterwards, he'd say, "Hey, that's my grass! Give it back!" If there was a stone in their welly, "Hey, that's my stone! Give it back!" Even if they walked in cow poo, he'd say, "Hey, that's my cow poo! Give it back!" That's how mean he was. Anyway. Every day, Farmer Harble would go around checking his land for trespassers and making sure everything was okay. And he could hear something coming from an oak tree and it sounded like this. Cheep, cheep, cheep. Cheep, cheep, cheep. He looked up into the oak tree and what did he see? Only a little nest full of little baby birds. Yeah. And he heard them again. Cheep, cheep, cheep. He said, cheap? What are you saying, cheap? He said, rent is not cheap and you're not paying any. So what did he do? He picked up a stone and he lifted it above his head and he threw it as hard as he could and it hit the nest. Oh, my goodness. The nest flipped over and the poor little birds all fell out and they all hung from the nest like little trapeze artists swinging this way and that. Their mammy heard them crying and she came and she saved them and she flew them to a nest somewhere else that she had built for them to be safe. Anyway, this is the sort of thing Farmer Harbel was at. Very, very mean man. Now, on his land there was a meadow, and he loved this meadow. It was beautiful, it was full of all sorts of wildflowers. And in the summertime, you'd see all the little butterflies flying around and the bees buzzing around. It was it was beautiful. But in the middle of this meadow there was a tree. But it was no ordinary tree. What kind of a tree do you think it was? That's right, very good. It was a fairy tree, a cronoshiogue. Now he hated this tree. Oh, he hated it so much because it didn't grow any fruit. Well, not fruit that you could eat anyway. And uh, he thought it looked very ugly as well. And it wasn't paying any rent. So he decided he was going to cut it down. Now he'd been told by his father and his grandfather, and they in turn had been told by their fathers and their grandfathers and generations back, never, ever, ever cut down the fairy tree in the meadow. But Farmer O'Horrible thought he knew best. So off he went to his farmhouse where he got a sharp axe. And then he went into the barn to get his poor old horse, Sorrow. Oh yes, poor Sorrow. This horse wasn't always called Sorrow. He used to be called Sosta before. And he was a racehorse in the county of Kildare, a place called the Curragh. But he'd had an accident and he couldn't race anymore so his owner had to bring him to the market and sell him, of course Farmer Harble was at the market and bought him for the cheapest meanest price he could get and when he did he brought poor Sosta back to his farm where he treated him very badly he made him sleep in a leaky old barn and he didn't even have straw to sleep on, I mean, just a hard rock, oh it was awful and he gave him rotten cabbages to eat And then the horse, after his spirit was broken, walked with his head down and his back bowed. And he would only answer then to the name Sorrow after that. Well, O Horrible got Sorrow and he said, come on now, get up out of that, you old nag. And he hit him with a stick and got him up and then he attached a a big heavy cart to him and he took him off to the meadow where the fairy tree was growing. So there he was in the meadow with the fairy tree and sorrow and he lifted up his axe in the air so everyone lift your axe as high as you can lift it up in the air now come on oh my goodness what's that boy got that's not an axe that's a tennis racket you can't go down a tree with a tennis racket right let's try that again everyone hold your axe what's that girl got that's not an axe that's an ice cream how on earth are you going to cut down a tree with an ice cream my goodness right let's try that again Oh, much better, much better. That's it. You've all got your axes now. So lift them up in the air, and he brought it down once. So, everyone, very good. There was a big clap of thunder. And then again, everyone again, and bring it down. Another clap of thunder. And again, everyone lift your axes up high in the air, high in the air, and bring it down again. Oh, and there was a really loud clap of thunder. And everything went quiet as the fairy tree fell. Out. It was so quiet that you could hear a pin drop. The birds stopped singing. The wind stopped blowing. And the water in the nearby river stopped flowing. In fact, it was so quiet you could hear a fly fart. Does anybody know what a fly farting sounds like? Now, let's try that again. Everyone take a big deep breath. Here we go. Now, that is what you call a flatulent fly. Well, far more horrible, he got the tree and he dragged it up onto the cart and he hit Sorrow with his stick and made the poor horse drag the tree all the way back to his farm. He got out his axe again and he Chopped the tree up into firewood. And when he finished doing that, he put poor sorrow back into his shed without any food, and the wind was blowing, and it was very cold. And not only that, tonight was a very special night. Can you guess what night it was? That's right, it was Halloween night. But No one ever came to visit Farmer O'Horrible's house at Halloween to trick or treat because, well, they wouldn't get anything. And if they did, they might just get a big pile of muck or something like that. So no one went near his house. So he was looking forward to sitting by the fire and resting himself. So he brought the firewood inside and he lit the fire. Oh, it was magnificent. Oh, the wood from the fairy tree, it crackled and it popped and it hissed. And he could smell the smoke as it curled up the chimney and it was wonderful. And the heat from those logs was something powerful altogether. So there he was, sitting by the fire. He'd taken his welly boots off and his big smelly socks were just in front of the fire and you could see the green steam coming off those smelly socks and thank goodness that uh, you weren't able to smell them either. Now, with that... Farmer O'Horrible fell fast asleep. When all of a sudden, he was woken up by a loud bang. Oh my goodness. Farmer Horrible jumped up with such a fright, the two eyes popped out of his head, went up the walls, and when flying across the ceiling, fell down and landed in his pockets. He gingerly put them back into his head and he looked up. And standing above him was a big ogre looked at him and said you cut down our fairy tree farmer horrible looked up at the ogre and he said who who are you the ogre looked back at him and he said never mind you cut down our fairy tree okay but then farmer horrible got a bit annoyed and he looked at the ogre and he said excuse me that was my tree on my land my property. I could do whatever I wanted with it. So get lost. And then the ogre got very angry and he shouted back at Farmer O'Horrible. It was not your tree. It was there long before you. I don't care! And it would still be there if it wasn't for you, you little ferret. You're coming with me now. OK! So the ogre threw Farmer O'Horrible over his shoulder, kicked open the front door, and brought him out into the night. Halloween night yes the wind was blowing and the rain was flowing all around them oh my goodness well the ogre took him to the meadow where the fairy tree once stood and because a fairy tree is magic the fairy tree had grown back and in the meadow farmer horrible couldn't believe his eyes for what he saw there was fairies witches Goblins, elves, trolls, ogres, all sorts of strange creatures, and of course some pookas and leprechauns, dancing around the fairy tree. When they saw Farmer Horrible, they stopped dancing. They looked at him, and they started to sing this song. The fairy folk then gathered around Farmer O'Horrible and they started to push him into the tree further and further and tighter and tighter he got towards the tree. Then all of a sudden, Farmer O'Horrible was trapped inside the tree and that was that. The next morning, well, everyone was amazed to see that Farmer O'Horrible wasn't there and he wasn't there the day afterwards, or the day after that, or the day after that. And people started to come onto his land, and children started to play on it, and people started building houses and putting their animals onto it, and it was very good. What they didn't know was that Farmer O'Horrible was trapped inside the tree, and he was looking out at them very angry. And if you've ever seen a fairy tree, you'll notice the bark, and it is all twisty, and has got knots in it, and if you look at the bark, it looks like there's faces in it. And in this tree, one of the faces was Farmer O' Horrible's. Well he stayed there for a long time, complaining and grumbling and moaning, until one day he said the magic word, and of course the magic word was, sorry. I'm sorry, I'm very sorry, he said. And the fairy folk were very happy to hear this, so they decided to give him a second chance, and a second chance they did. They took him out of the fairy tree, and they gave him a job, and his job was to go around all of Ireland. Taking care of the fairy trees. He'd a little silver watering can which he'd water them with, and little secateurs, you know, the little clippers for clipping flowers, yes, to prune them. And he was never ever as happy in all of his life taking care of all the fairy trees of Ireland. And if ever you are out on Halloween night, just keep your eyes open for the fairy trees because you just might see a wee man with a silver watering can and a secateurs looking after the fairy trees. And of course, that'll be Farmer O'Horrible. But he was no longer called Farmer O'Horrible after that. Oh no. They called him Farmer O'Happiness for he was the happiest man for miles around. And when the moon is full and the stars are twinkling in the sky on a Halloween night, you'll hear the fairies singing And when it gets quiet, you just might hear a fly fart. Can you remember what that sounds like? I'm sure you're all wondering what happened to poor Sorrow, the old horse. Don't worry, he was not forgotten about. Because that Halloween night when the fairy folk came and put Farmer O'Horrible inside the fairy tree... They found Sorrow inside in that old leaky shed, and they took him with them back to Tirnanog, the land of the fairies, where he ran with the beautiful white horse that brought Ushin to Tirnanog many, many years before. His name was changed back to Sosta. He was no longer known as Sorrow anymore, for he was the happiest horse of course of course. Shine on scale, August Guramila Mahigot and Happy Halloween.